Welcome to the Dear Rochester Retire Well Podcast with David Pulsini from Six Point Financial Partners. In this podcast, find your path towards a brighter financial future with David as your guide as he helps individuals, educators, and healthcare professionals explore ways they can build wealth while minimizing risk using a multifaceted, comprehensive approach to personal finance. Are you ready to take the first step towards a brighter financial tomorrow? Let's get started. Folks, this is part three of our tax series. In part one, we went over how to prepare for your taxes. In episode two, we answered some frequently asked questions that we really just touched on. And each one of those topics could have their have its own podcast, really. Today, we wanted to go over, now your taxes are done, what can you do with that information? How do we plan going forward? So one of the questions that we encourage you to ask any advisor is, What type of tax planning do you do for your clients? We think that's extremely important to a financial plan. And it's actually one of the six points. Again, part of our name, six points, investment planning, retirement income, tax planning, risk management, state planning, custom goal planning, all that exciting stuff, right? To help us understand why tax planning is so important, we have with us today, CFP, John Harms. How are you today, John? I'm I'm a one man clapping right now. <laughs> Let me tell you, Dave. Uh, we have some nice. We have some good days. We have some nice days in this business. Uh, we get through our meetings. We know we're able to help. We brought some value, and today's one of those days. I'm feeling great. Sun shining, or it's trying to. So that's good too. How about yourself? <laughs> Always great, John. So listen to get right into it because we could talk taxes all day and add tremendous value. A question, I already mentioned this, that I would tell people to ask is what type of tax planning do you do for your clients? Not prep. So many people will look confused or many advisors will look confused and the good ones will be ready when I ask this question. John, you're a good advisor. John, what is tax planning? Dave, first off, you touched on it. Uh, We are not accountants. We do not offer tax advice and we do not prep. Uh, I'm not going to do someone's taxes. I'm not properly licensed. Just to get that out of the way so our compliance department doesn't, uh, you know, have a giant headache after this is over. Nice job. Um, But the way I would call it and the way I would talk to it about it with a client is it's basically looking at their situation along with their goals and uh, taking some steps to maximize their resources, what they have, or to try to minimize or delay the taxes they have to pay and hopefully keep more of what they earn. How much can you take out of your current investments and never run out of money? When is the absolute best time to take Social Security? Are you 100% confident in your investment strategy? Are you paying too much in taxes? Why? If something were to happen to you today, what would they find? If you are doubting any of this and would like a second opinion or to review these items, along with many more, feel free to reach out to us. You can visit us at www.sixpointsfp.com or email us at info at sixpointfp.com. Back to the show. That's it. That's tax planning. So minimizing taxes now, well, minimizing taxes in the future if possible. And if I would say this, John, if someone were meeting with you for the first time, first time person coming in, or maybe a client that you haven't done this part of the plan for yet, what would you need to see to help them do tax planning? 
Good question. So at the very least, I'm going to need to see a client's 1040. So, you know, after the it's good time, right after they get done with their taxes, and then we're coming up on that now, but get the documents that they did either with their accountant or they prepared themselves, TurboTax, whatever. But the 1040 is, is just the two pages that's going to tell us 10,000 foot overview, what, you know, first off, what incomes they have, where they're coming from, the taxes that they paid, any credits that they had, deductions, all that. But that's that's a really good start. So if you get somebody's 1040, the two-page document, what can you get off of that to help them plan? And how do you do all it? All right. I guess in years past, you know, there's these little, uh, you know, cheap kind of overlays where we could put the 1040 down and you, you put this little piece of kind of see-through paper and it gives you some tips on what's what. Those days are long gone. Thankfully, we've gotten to a technological age where um, much like my son is at that stage where they ask why they need to do this math when the calculator's right next to them. In our business, right, you want to you want to utilize, you want to be efficient and you want to utilize the best tools. So there are companies out there, there are software programs um, available to us as advisors. And really, it's as simple as uploading that tax document, and it helps us pinpoint the the areas that we need to look at. And, you know, you and I both did a lot of studying and know what a lot of this stuff is. And yeah, could we spend the time and do it, you know, manually? Sure. But it, like I said, it just doesn't make sense for us to do it. And the beautiful thing, again, about these software programs, you, you put them in, and, and generally speaking, you have it within minutes, where you know exactly the good areas to look at, what you can focus on and uh, where you can push to the side. John, you just told all of my clients that I, I told them that I spent hours doing that. and you. Well, <laughs> yeah. And, and let, let me back up just a second. What you do with that information, that's where our brains come into play, right? Yeah. You know, the calculations <laughs> for it. It's good to know how to do them, but most people, even once they see that information, don't know where to go or what accounts to set up or what exactly to do. So I'd say that the first basic figures we're going to find out or, you know, what the income is, uh, adjusted gross income. So that's a term we're very familiar with, but sometimes you ask a client and they don't know where it is. It's mentioned a couple of times on the 1040. Th those are extremely important numbers for us to know. Um, a lot of the contributions you can make to certain accounts, all that type of stuff is derived essentially from an adjusted gross income. You know, knowing what deductions they take, what their actual taxable income is, how do they arrive there? But some of the reports that we get generated after that from these software companies is really how much income does that person have to earn before they get up into the next marginal tax bracket? As a tax planning instrument, if I know, okay, um, I've got a married client and they combined after all their deductions and they get into a taxable income bracket. And it's at $75,000. And I'm looking at one that was in 2021. You know, I haven't done the yeah. 2022s yet. I'm waiting on 1040s for that. But you're looking at for that client, they could essentially take out $6,000 more of income from an IRA. They could earn another $6,000, whatever, before they hit that next tax bracket, the 22% tax bracket. So that's a good thing for an advisor to know for planning purposes, right? Yeah, for sure. And obviously, I know what the software looks like, but the one thing that I've heard commonly is, Dave, I don't pay anything in taxes, right? I just get a $2,000 refund. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and you run these reports and you're showing folks, I, and this really happens. If, if you're a listener and you don't think you're paying taxes, I mean, 
may be good for you, but you probably are. <laughs> and it will show like, hey, you paid 28000 You just got a $2,000 refund. So I guess you still paid 26000 But it'll show right in the software. When you run these, run the 1040 in the software, it'll show the tax bracket. And I don't want to steal what John's going to talk about. It'll show how much you paid in taxes. And our goal is to minimize, well, really both of those things. We want to take into consideration all of the available options and tools to minimize taxes now and again in the future. So what, what else do you get off of that, John? So in addition to the marginal tax bracket, you're also getting the marginal tax bracket off of capital gains. So you can see whether or not the client has long-term capital gains and, and what bracket they're in on that. Because a lot of people may know, may not know. I find a lot of my clients don't have that understanding of after-tax investments and how they work with dividends and interest income and capital gains. Well, those are all if they're long-term capital gains, those are what we would call kind of a cheaper way to earn income, right? Well, you're not exactly earning it, but that's a cheaper form of income than uh, wages. Wages are always adding up into that marginal tax bracket, whereas capital gains, that client might not pay any tax on a, a long-term capital gain, depending on where they fall in their bracket. Have that information pretty quickly on these so you can tell someone uh, in a given year. If you know their investment situation too, you can... You know, you have a lot of long-term capital gains and you can take some of those this year and not pay any taxes on that, right? I guess the game um, that you kind of want to play with taxes is taking income when it's going to cost you least. And if you kind of aren't looking at this stuff every year, or as an advisor, we should be doing this stuff for especially people with, with taxable accounts. You could miss the boat here and there because things change year to year, whether you have bad stock markets where it might be good times to do Roth conversions, those types of things, or the client earned less income that year. So it might be a good opportunity to take some of those capital gains. I think a lot of people miss the boat when it comes to that because they don't even know. The, these are good ways that we can help plan. And uh, it's, it's actually very timely because um, just saw a survey saying how much clients value or, or think they would want um, tax planning and the amount of those the percentage of those people that that say they get tax planning from their advisors, it's an extreme gap. It's in the high 80s. It was the top one of the top three things the clients said they wanted from their advisor. And it was in the 20s, maybe 22% that actually thought they were getting tax planning. I think that there's opportunity everywhere. There's opportunity for us as advisors. And to make sure we're clearly, I guess, explaining the roles that we have and, and what we can do for clients instead of just well, are we, we money managers? Are we just financial planners that, that plan for retirement? What are all the things we could be doing? And this is just, I think, utilizing one of these companies that helps us kind of pinpoint, you know, looking at a client's tax situations and where, where are some areas we can help them? And then really clearly making sure it's, a, it's part of your planning process, right? At least once a year, but in a lot of cases, twice we do it around the time the taxes come, so it's fresh in the mind, and then toward the end of the year where there's some opportunities. A quick interruption. Six Point Financial Partners is taking on new clients. If you would like to take the next step in planning your future with Dave or the Six Point team, please visit them at www.sixpointfp.com to schedule a time or reach out via LinkedIn, Facebook, or simply find us on the internet by searching Six Point Financial Partners. Okay, back to the show. And it gives you time to make adjustments too, right? So if we get 1040s Absolutely. in April, May, June, 
we have six months to make adjustments if we need to based on last year's taxes. But yeah, when there's anomaly years, for sure, if someone's buying or selling a business or somebody passes away or there's an inheritance or any major tax anomaly, th- these things are, are a huge help. And like you said, a lot of folks, they want tax planning. Most people don't even know what that means. Most people think that the tax prep that they're doing is tax planning. And that's just not true. T- tax preparation, I've said this before, is like being a historian. That already happened last year. There's not much we can do about it. Exactly. There's always exceptions, right? But there's not much we can do about it from last year. So when people are just gathering and turning their taxes into an accountant or doing it themselves, it's hard to adjust. But once you are aware of it and you turn in the 1040s to your advisor and they run this software and they and you're it's made aware and it's brought to the front of your mind, it's much easier to do the tax planning. So John mentioned this, and I know for my personal clients, we want to do the 1040s in May, get the outputs, get the information, and then make adjustments in November. And it gives us two months in case we have uh, need some time to make some things happen before the end of, end of the calendar year. Is there anything else on there that you wanted to go over? Absolutely. So this one comes into play for your retired clients, ones that are already on Medicare, but it's one of the hidden ones and it does come into play when income is relatively high, but it could certainly affect. We've seen this kind of in projections and sometimes in practice where someone saved a lot of money in, into their retirement accounts. They don't have to take out a lot. Maybe they're, they're living a nice life. They're getting social security and on Medicare. And then eventually you get to the point where the IRS starts wanting you to take out a required amount, right? So what happens if that amount pushes them into a higher threshold for their Medicare premium, right? So these reports can tell us if that looks like it's going, you can run scenario analysis on these and see, all right, what is the threshold that I hit in income before they start making me pay and anybody in my household pay for Part B premiums, up to, I think it's $66 a month more per spouse. So these start sort of things can add up. And then Part D is also one, but that depends on what state and what you know prescriptions you're all on. But the Part Bs are all, those are universal. That's across the board. Everybody pays those if you go over that amount. So yeah. these kind of reports can tell us pretty quickly whether or not we're going to run into that problem. Another thing could be, and this is just good planning technique, but what if um, you didn't know the client started a business and you could see now where they have the schedules that show that if we're having some issues with taxes and client has a business, or maybe you're just meeting the person for the first time, well, there can be some opportunities to talk about what are some other things you can do. It could be setting up another retirement account at that business. It could be making sure you're properly covered in the event of liability. Client might not even know that or have that thought or conversation. Could be running your healthcare through that business. You know, there's possibility for deductions of premiums, things like that. I'd say in general, that's another one I would look at. Uh, other ones are just the thresholds where the client might qualify for Roth IRAs, conversions, different credits that they they might not be aware of. And it quickly is just going to tell you down the board, do they qualify this? Are they under the threshold? Or are they over the threshold? And then when you do your scenario planning for the biggest one I'd say is is Roth conversions. Everybody's talking about that, and we as planners have to be, you know, looking into those. But the best thing that that I can do is is see on these scenario analysis. Well, what happens if I do the Roth conversion? Does that down the road trip any of these other 
Am I getting over the limit in any of these other things? So there's really good tools on that, that these um, software companies provide and another tool in our, in our arsenal, right? Yeah. I'd say lastly, just quickly, it gives you some ob- observations that you can glean off of it. You know, I kind of mentioned the business income. The other one I would say is that if I do see like Schedule C business income, a Schedule E, F, and the person is doing their own taxes, I might just say gently, your risk of error in those is, is a lot more costly. You might want to go talk to a tax professional about that. Uh, if you're not already. And, and then also the big one um, I'd say is for social security income and looking at what I was talking about before, is if we're going to take some more money out of your retirement account to make sure you know we're utilizing that tax bracket, well, we also have to look at, are you taking social security? Because we can see on these reports that if you are, we might bump you up into a higher taxable where they're going to tax more of your social security. So those are things we can see in reports. I'd say those are probably some of the biggest ones. They do give you general reminders about when you can take social security and, and when you know you have to look at yeah. Medicare because some people miss the Medicare window. And I know that's right. not necessarily a tax planning or a tax question, but it's nice to have another reminder that, oh, you're within three months of Medicare age. So you got that plus your birth month plus the three months after. Yep. So trying to yeah. John, we just we just met with somebody who said, guys, don't talk about Roth conversions on your podcast. <laughs> and and there we go. <laughs> so <laughs> that's number one. Number two, uh this is not to step on the CPA's toes. We love our CPA f- friends, right? But I have shown these reports to CPAs of clients and they're like, holy cow, guys, we should be doing this or we should be doing. And it's once they see it, it's very, it's a very simple breakdown. Anybody can understand it. Like John said, the hard work is done behind the scenes. It's like, you, you know what to look for because you've done this so many times. But how did you learn all this stuff? Uh, you know, I'll say a few years ago, I'll give you your proper credit. It was no, you, no, I no. I didn't, this has nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, in fact, Dave <laughs> is the one that introduced me to the actual software behind it and the planning and just how it, it makes it easy. You still have to learn everything and how to actually utilize it. I'd say this is going to sound a little bit on the hokey side, but it's not just about the numbers, but it's how you can present it to a client and make it actually meaningful for them. Oh yeah. So I could say all day, yeah, we do tax planning, all that, but that might not mean anything to the client. But if you actually are able to show them, okay, if you do this, if you do that, then we're going to keep an extra $300, $500, whatever it might be, you know, you use whatever scale you're talking about with your client. But if you show them real results like that and how, you know, you, that's not just one time, that could be every year. And then down the road, it's going to save you X amount, X, Y, or Z. That's where I think the real power is, is, is giving them the real evidence about it instead of just, it's fun to do our taxes, right? You want to keep more. Right. My timer went off on your tax talk, John. We're Beautiful. not going to stop there, though. That's... We're not going to stop there because let me say this. John is completely right. Without taking action on this stuff, it's meaningless. We actually find it fun. I know that's crazy, but when we're looking at taxes <laughs> and doing these, I, I always enjoy getting the 1040, running it, and seeing where we can add value. And unless somebody actually listens, which our clients typically do, but unless you do something about it and take action, it's... It is meaningless, but so it's our job to present it in a way that's understandable. And many times we'll say, hey, do this. And it looks like over a projected scale, it will save you $63,000 over the course of your lifetime or whatever that number is. It could be be nothing. It could be a million. It depends on the client, right? 
Yeah. Those are all. I've gotten great value from my clients that have been through this, you know, once or twice and clients talk to each other. If you know a group of of people together and I had one approach me like, oh, you know, so-and-so showed me something that you did that did that, that helped. And I have to caution always is that the the situations might be completely different. So (laughs) let's run yours. And if we can help in the same way, great, but it doesn't always work like that. John's got clients running around showing everybody their tax planning software output. That's hilarious. I do not encourage that. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. John, this was awesome. I know it's tax stuff. I try not to make these like two hour episodes, right? But um, I'm smiling right now. So I had fun. I appreciate you inviting me back, Dave. How can our listeners once again, get in touch with you if they have any questions about this? So I'd say the best way is go to the website, www.sixpointfp.com or email info at sixpointfp.com. That's it. Or find John on any social media platform. All of them. John's social media presence is very strong, folks. That's a goal. We're getting up. We're going to, we're going to be improving (laughs) there. (laughs) Haven't had to. So good for you. But hey, John, thanks again. We'll have you back on and we'll talk taxes soon. Folks, make it a great day. Thank you for listening to the Dear Rochester Retire Well podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Six Point Financial Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Content here is for illustrative and educational purposes only. It is not legal, tax, or individualized financial advice, nor is it a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold any specific security or engage in any specific trading strategy. Results will vary. Past performance is no indication of future results or success. Market conditions change continuously. This commentary reflects the personal opinions, viewpoints, and analysis of Six Point Financial Partners. It does not necessarily represent those of RFG advisory, private client services, their clients, or their employees. This commentary should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by Six Point Financial Partners or RFG advisory or performance returns of any client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. Securities offered by registered representatives of private client services, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives of RFG Advisory, a registered investment advisor. Private client services, Six Point Financial Partners, and RFG Advisory are unaffiliated entities. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where RFG Advisory and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advisory services may be rendered by RFG Advisory unless a client agreement is in place.